welcome to House of Books. I'm Catherine, your host. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, almost literally. We'll miss our family members who can't be with us, but we still get to spend time with siblings, uh, nieces, nephews, and we'll be sure to raise a glass to toast those who can't be with us. It shouldn't be a surprise to anybody here who's listening that I'm going to talk about Thanksgiving stories. So one of them is free. The other two you do need to pay for, but they're all valuable and entertaining stories. So the free story is called An Old-Fashioned Thanksgiving. That is by Louisa May Alcott of Little Women fame. Um, you can't really find it in its, on its own, but you can find it on Gutenberg.org in a book called Aunt Joe's Scrap Bag. Aunt Joe would be Joe March from Little Women. I'm not crazy about the weird dialect that's spelled out in that book. There's uh, The dialogue has people saying words the same way that we would normally say them, but spelled in a folksy way. It's just nothing but distracting. So for instance, the word stomach, she spells stomach, S-T-O-M-M-I-C-K. Say those two words, they sound exactly the same. So all it does is distract you. But it's a free story. It's Louisa May Alcott. It was a long time ago. Maybe that was just the convention then. Uh, It's worth checking out since it's free. I'll tell you, I haven't even read the whole thing just because it was so corny, but it might be entertaining. For the two paid Thanksgiving pieces, Truman Capote, who is the author of In Cold Blood, that really, really riveting story of the murder of the Cutter family, no, the Clutter family, sorry, in, in Kansas. That, by the way, just happens to have, that murder happens to have taken place, it's a real life murder, happened to take place on November 15th, which was just a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving even comes into play there. He wrote a short story, Truman Capote wrote a short story called The Thanksgiving Visitor. You can find that story published on its own, uh, but you're more likely to find it in a collection or paired with um, a Christmas short story that I think is called A Christmas Memory. I'm not certain of that title. So the premise of that story, well, I'll just put you in Capote's place. Imagine if you were bullied as a child, and then imagine that your most trusted adult relative decided to invite that bully to your Thanksgiving dinner. Imagine your worst bully in elementary school sitting at the Thanksgiving table with you. That's what this story is about. The last Thanksgiving piece, I'm not going to lie, this is my favorite. It's only loosely tied to Thanksgiving just because of the timing. Do you remember Meg? Charles Wallace, Calvin O'Keefe, and the whole Murray family from the book A Wrinkle in Time. In this book, called A Swiftly Tilting Planet, they're all 10 years older, they've just finished their Thanksgiving dinner, and Mr. Murray, who is Meg's father, receives a phone call to warn him that they need to quickly solve the problem of an impending nuclear war, which is just terrifying to me, and I'm sure to everybody else. Of course, though, Madeline Langle works her magic with time. And with the help of Meg, Charles Wallace, and a unicorn, she manages to thwart the evil path uh, in a pretty entertaining and deft depiction of choices and their infinite consequences. So it's a good story. It's chilling, but a good story. So here in Michigan, we had two feet of snow in a 48-hour period last week. That's unprecedented in my recent memory for the third week in November. And that prompts me to talk about a couple of snow stories. They're very different. The first one is called The Snow Child. It is not a children's book. It is a novel by Alaskan author Eowyn Ivey. Eowyn is spelled E-O-W-Y-N. The Snow Child was a 2013 Pulitzer finalist. It has spare and honest prose. 
um, raw depiction of the heartbreak of child loss, and it's set against the Alaskan winter in the 1920s. I have to tell you that her description of Alaska in the 1920s is really not that different from West Michigan in the 2020s in November, where the sun hardly ever shines. It's not a feel-good story, and maybe summer might be a better time for you to read it, especially if you live in Michigan. I do recommend reading it, though. Uh, the depictions of nature are just beautiful, and the story is so engrossing, you'll, you'll not want to leave that story. And I just noticed that my second choice of snowy reads has a kind of a similar name. This is called The Snowman instead of The Snow Child. This is a beloved children's story by Raymond Briggs. This was published in 1978, and they released a film based on the story in 1982. The story's nice, and as soon as you see a picture, you will recognize the illustration. You've seen this for years, but the film is just beautiful. There are no words. There's beautiful music and absolutely beautiful animation. You can find it on YouTube, and I'll go ahead and share that on my website as well so that you can go to yourbookgroup.com and take a look at that. But you can also just search YouTube for The Snowman, Raymond Briggs, and you'll find it. You won't be sorry if you take a look at that, and it's great for your kids too. So now, on to our A to Z mystery tour. I did something kind of sneaky last week, you may recall or may not recall. I promised to say a little bit more about author M.C. Beaton, and then I didn't. Not really a trick, because I never said when I was going to say it, that would be today. <laughs> That's when I'm going to talk about her. Uh, as it happens, I am going to speak about author Marion Chesney, who is actually another pen name for Marion Gibbons, who is also writing under the name M.C. Beaton. So Marion Gibbons is the author. Two of her pen names are Marion Chesney and M.C. Beaton. You can't necessarily find her by name, but man, you can find her by her writing style. You cannot mistake her style. Uh, the book that I'm talking about today is Hasty Death. It is book two of Marion Chesney's Edwardian Mysteries. By the way, I suggest that you read book one first because the first part of book two ties up some plot lines that started in book one. Do I know what the name of book one is? No, I do not. Sorry. You can do some research on that. Uh, it's also on my website. I've got a list of all the titles in, this, in the series on the website. Just click on series and you'll be able to find it. Based on the fact that this is called the Edwardian Mysteries, that's the name of the series, you would know that Hasty Death involves some proper Edwardian ladies presented as only Marion Chesney slash MC Beaton can present Edwardian ladies. The prose is blunt and sometimes just so funny. Just no grace at all. She had no grace at all. And that's what made her so great. So here's an example. Here's one scene from the book. Imagine a room full of very proper, upper crust, proper Edwardian ladies, as I mentioned. They've been eating vegetarian food all afternoon. They're wearing tight corsets. And now they have to sit down and listen to a lecture. So there's some intestinal distress involved due to all the fermentation of those vegetables. And let's just say that the results are audible. Audible and very funny. I don't think I've ever seen fart jokes in a cozy mystery. <laughs> Only MC Beaton slash Marion Chesney would do that. Uh, I gave the book a respectable three stars. It's not Shakespeare, but it's funny and it's really fast. Definitely worth a laugh. So as always, I'll post the relevant links to all of these books on, the ep on this episode on yourbookgroup.com. As a reminder, when you get to yourbookgroup.com, hover over House of Books podcast on the menu, and then you can just go down to episode six and all those links will show up. 
Uh, it probably will take me a couple days to get the links up there just because it's the holiday. I plan on driving out of town and enjoying time with family, so I may not get to put those up on the website until Friday. I'll also be putting a trivia question on there. And here's the question for you to do a little bit of research. Uh, kudos to you if you know the answer without doing the research, but here's the question. In what beloved classic novel is one of the characters modeled after Truman Capote as a child? Who is the author and what is the name of the character? If you go to the website and you would like to answer that question, drop a comment in on the page where I give all the links. And the first person to get that answer right will have a chance to offer me their first choice for the next book that I talk about. And I will certainly consider that. I can't say 100% that I'll do it because I do need it to fall within my genre focus, which is mystery, cozy mystery, fantasy, fiction. So I'm not going to do a talk about uh, World War II battleships, but um, I might talk about a cozy mystery if you'd like me to talk about one of those. Your favorite fantasy author, your favorite historical fiction, anything like that, I will be glad to feature. Thanks for joining me tonight. If you enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll subscribe and tell your friends. And please consider giving us a five-star rating. The higher the rating, the more successful we'll be at putting good stories in front of readers. Thanks for listening and happy reading and happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next time.